0: It's starting to get chilly out. Yeah, Florida dipped to like 75, but we maintain 94 humidity. Don't worry.
1: Well, we've heard everyone's prayers, obviously, and we have new sweatshirts, caps, water bottles. Oh, and there's a camp mug, which is
0: really cool. I like the shape of that. And a bandana for your dog. I mean, I guess for
1: you, too. And it's all at our shop. So think of this as tithing, but you're actually receiving results. That's unusual. Um, So we have got pride-inspired logos, don't be a show pile, and the demon pine cone on Mm -hmm. different products. And all of the products are for a limited time. More will rotate in and these will rotate out. So if you want to go to
0: deconversiontherapypodcast.com, it's really easy to find the different parts of the website.
1: Just click on the shop. And thanks so much for supporting the podcast. Hi, this is Deconversion Therapy. I'm Karen. I'm Bonnie. And uh we are here just in my closet. Bonnie is in Wimbledon or something with her screensaver. I don't know where it is. It's a train station. It's, it's <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know what like it is, but it's some picture with glass roofs where you know all the birds get caught and fly around up there.
0: Yeah, that freaked me out about JFK Airport. I was sitting there after missing a flight and just wiping my tears from sadness <laughs> And uh, I'm like, look at all these birds. They're free. They get to go. <laughs> I wonder if they know how to get out.
1: <laughs> there are malls like that in Australia where I'd see them up, you know, at the top of the mall. I don't know why it weirded yeah. me out. I guess because, you know, they're going to end up. Because they're not supposed to be they're in They're going to be shitting on the customers. That's why. That's right. You got your new Gap socks you paid 12 bucks for. That slouch down over your Reeboks, and yeah. then bam, it happens. So find us. Listen oh, about the slouchy
0: socks. This is one of the things that I think delineates the generations. Like there are men with certain level of socks, like really high pulled up and and taut. Yeah. Those are kind of the the early twenties guys where it has the spine thing on the back from Nike.
1: So. Oh, and okay. Then,
0: then there's the age, a little bit older, like a, maybe a little younger than us, where they wear those little tiny ones that kind of float along the edge of the sneaker, mm-hmm. and then um, <laughs> then there are, then there are grandparents that are age
1: different shades <laughs> of tan and brown. <laughs> and
0: They're very high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe football socks <laughs> with with a running shoe.
1: Oh, God. I remember, like, socks were it. I remember the phase of baby doll lace socks, and you'd get them, and you'd wear them yeah. with pumps, and you'd fold them down, and you felt yeah. super special. Like Madonna. That's right.
0: <laughs> like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> so find us on
1: Instagram and Facebook. Look at Deconversion Therapy. There's a group. Like our page, Deconversion Therapy Podcast, but then go and search out the group and we'll let you in. And then there is um, Twitter. And that's good community. It's good stuff. That group is really good community and chatting and and all that stuff. Well, I don't know if you know because you've been working so hard, but I went in there the other day and they're like, we hate Bonnie. But then I'm like, shut up. (laughs) But then I was like, you know. I'm just going to put a little like, hey, we're a comedy podcast, but if you, on Fridays, I mean, they can, anyone can do it anytime, but I'll make a special reminder for myself on Fridays, like, hey, whatever you guys are going through that you want support, go ahead and write it out and support each other. So we did that Friday and a bunch of people, you know, the bottom line is family. That's it. Family,
0: Yeah, it's like a, I think a of one of the things I miss about church is, you know, when you have a prayer
1: request. Yeah. And, and all eyes are focused on you. It's good. <laughs> and then you but... like stretch it out and then you get to be a victim. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to No, I was
0: going to say that, you know, it's a good chance to just purge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, unless you're the guy who says, you know, I'm having, I'm having problems with my masturbation (laughs) habit again. (laughs) Like, no.
1: Thought life issues. Yeah. (laughs) No one ever said that in our church, by the way. No, we were too. They would have been way too interesting. Yeah. And especially when we, it it was really very formal when we were going in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, There's a thing going around on Twitter where people say, you know, my personal high school starter pack, and they post four pictures. And, like, people have (laughs) album covers of, like, you know, Nirvana and then some cool outfit. And I'm like, where can I find four pictures of Bibles and varying (laughs) degrees of tatteredness? A cross necklace. Penny loafers. What else? Oh, and an Amy Grant album. That would be it. Yep.
0: I would say um, uh, a Bermuda bag with changeable covers. Of course. Um, I do remember, though, my my first few outfits in ninth grade, there was purple in everything.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Big, big fan of purple. And there was also um, like that
1: on your clothes, there would be threading that was metallic. Metallic. Just every yep. once in a while, like on a mod or striped shirt. Are you remembering my day one outfit? <laughs> because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> that rotated to day eight. Did I tell you I went over to someone's house and she opened her closet and on the inside of the door she had taped <laughs> an outfit schedule. I'm Aww. like, "Wow, she's like cuz you don't want to repeat it too often." I'm like, "You're, hopefully she's an executive assistant somewhere getting or CEO, people, sorry, getting things done." Oh,
0: right. People used to do that about their teachers though. Oh, yeah. Totally. They would keep they would keep track of what their teachers were wearing and I'm like, That's so sad,
1: because as a teacher, you like to think they're not thinking about you. (laughs) I had a professor who looked picture perfect, and then she'd turn around to write on the board in the back of her hair. It's like she brushed (laughs) the right, brushed the left, (laughs) smiled in her mirror, and left for teaching. But yeah, and there was gum in the back. <laughs> there was, yeah, there was some issues back there. And then of course the brats would be like, "I'm sorry, could you write that again?" You know, or whatever. <laughs> um, but well, I
0: enjoy wearing the same uh, style black pants every day, and the same style of blouse every day. And then it's just easy, like, okay, what's clean? You think you're. And yeah, Steve it just Jobs. takes so less time to think about it. Like, okay, blue one, you yeah. know, Paisley one, this one, this one, same stuff. You know you're getting older anyway. when
1: you find a good pair of shoes and then you're like, what other colors can I get? <laughs> Your uniform. Beige mushroom shoes. I'll click four of those. Don't say that people will look that up and know how old we are. <laughs> well, I was going to say for high school. Don't forget Paul Mitchell Free Shine spray.
0: Shellac mm.
1: those bangs. <laughs> I wish those were still in style.
0: They really gave my head a good lift. <laughs> they gave my face. Maybe you can
1: get <laughs> length. Get those bumpets, but put it in the front. Right. <laughs>
0: Wait, and I know that that's not a, a wish that's just in vain because one time I I kind of backcombed the top here and put a clip in and a friend of mine said, you really do need volume. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's fun.
1: That's a fun okay. time. great. Yeah.
0: Right. Fun times. All right, so... Um, I have to talk about this TV show that I'm watching, and you said you didn't watch it. The Affair. Yes. It's on Showtime. <laughs> They're five it's seasons. It's been on for the last decade. It's been on since like 2014. I don't know what's going to happen, and I have an hour left of the finale to oh. watch.
1: And it's killing me. Very exciting. Very exciting. To not know. Maybe I'll do that, because I've gone through... All my shows. I finally watched Morning Show, which I liked. And then... Um, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, Reese played very unReese, which I liked. And then... Uh, Reese is really that way. And I know you yes, know that probably
0: is. from the podcast... Uh, what is it?
1: Stupid No, she lives here. Um, she's from here. Her Her parents... I think her mom or her dad's a psychologist, and my friend was our teacher at Harpeth Hall. And well, she has a story so, here. Oh,
0: right, right. But she very much admits she's just like uh, Tracy Flick yeah, yeah. from Election. Yeah. Overachieving, mm-hmm. super energy like yeah. that. Um, and she, but she did that on the Will Arnett and Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes podcast,
1: which we're not going to advertise because they just show up and get a million listens. <laughs> we should get at least seven. Um, yeah, I think that's in morning show. What, what you just she pl- what? in morning show she played against type for like the first time in ages that I'd seen. So that mm-hmm. was good.
0: Well, what you just said about their podcast, they just show up. I am, I am obsessed with the idea of the show up culture and, you know, just certain people who can just show up and think, oh, because I am white male,
1: I can just show up and not have to work that hard. That's funny because I was thinking of this this morning because there's a true crime podcast I really like. There are two men who run it. One comes so well-prepared, gives the whole case, very interesting. (laughs) The other doesn't even know what day it is, and he just, you know, he's the beavis and butthead one that's like, it, it, it." you know, I'm like, so you just get to show up totally winging it. I mean, we wing it, but we're white women. But uh, yeah, I'm just like, so you get to put in no effort and get to have success by doing nothing it's annoying
0: so so some article that i read or a you know an opinion piece were, were one little line that they said about that was that you know white men for a long time could just show up and not necessarily not that they always weren't but not necessarily be exceptionally good at what they do mm-hmm. and they could succeed or thrive yeah. And just that whole word show up. Now I'm thinking a lot about there's some people in the world who could just show up, you know. I had a roommate out in Los Angeles who was just flat out beautiful, and um, she would just show up and everybody would gravitate toward mm-hmm. her. I'm like, okay. What's that like to just <laughs> show up? Why don't you tell no, us, Karen? <laughs> never. But
1: I mean, I'm I'm never going to tell my secret. That's what I'm
0: but about. we right. So we were on an escalator at the mall once, going down, and this guy was going up. He reached across the escalator to touch her arm and says to her, "You're beautiful." And there he went, and there we went. And I was like. What the hell is that like? <laughs> Just to have Joe Schmo Stranger reach out and tell you you're well, beautiful. Well, that's why
1: we should start our own cult because it is totally that weird power attention thing. And so, what we might lack in intelligence, beauty, youth, flexibility, we can gain in domination. I'm all for that. But this whole show up
0: thing, if you think about it, like white men get to show up like that. Um, Yeah. But if a beautiful woman shows up, you can only show up like that till a certain age. And then it's like, oh, yeah, what happened? Where did my Mm -hmm. where did my ability to show up go? And I think that that's what a lot of the people who stormed the Capitol are fighting to retain. It's like. I need to fight to retain my ability to just show up
1: and have the edge. And I'm going to go in this capital and walk around for hours and no one's going to do anything. And they're <laughs> in right. In dawdle mode. So that's pure oh dawdle my- mode. Fucking God. Uh, anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, so what else are you going to watch this
1: week? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can go ahead and get to the subject because I don't even know what I'm going to watch or what I'm going to do or how life's going to go. That sounded tragic, but it's not. Um, Oh, but I will say uh, for those people who are on Clubhouse, I was really addicted last week and listened in on everything. So it's an audio app. And it's blowing up, I use the terms of the young ones.
0: Yeah, pretend I don't know what Clubhouse is and tell me what it is. (laughs) Because
1: you don't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it's a new app. It's invitation only, which might make it sound exclusive, but I think it was more about like controlling their servers and, you know, their startup. Um, So they can't have bots go in and troll people and... yeah. Maybe yep. something. So like that. it's, you know, they've got celebrities in there, but the main thing is it's all audio. You can't send anyone a private message. There's no texting, visuals at all. It's all audio. All rooms are public. Anyone can start a room. So if you and I are in there, we can start a room, deconversion therapy. And people can come in, and we can do whatever we want, and then they can join in, ask questions, or we can have discussions. So I'm, like, popping in this, popping in that, got in one with Perez Hilton and people and felt like I needed a shower after. I didn't like that room. Um, Was it
0: snarky, just super snarky? Yeah, yeah.
1: A little name-droppy, whiny, yeah, braggy. Um, So it's, but I mean, it has everything and you can, you know, someone (laughs) all. You sound
0: like Stefan from Saturday Night Live, which (laughs) you don't get that reference. So go ahead. I do. (laughs) Um, This club has everything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It has it all from people like doing guided meditation and do your affirmations and you go girl and. Let's all learn to market each other and real estate things too. rap battles and um, you like. You said rap like R-A-P,
0: not correct. rat like a big mouse.
1: Because I would really like, like to a, hear about rat battles. Oh, rat. <laughs> 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 they have those. They have. Uh, yeah, like they have anything. But I'm like, I've wanted to start a podcast for a while about. Um, combining this shit with true crime. So what happens Mm -hmm. is I talk about this and then murder someone after. (laughs) Or I do one on like deadly cults or um, people like pastors who kill people. And so I thought, okay, yeah, I sort of want to launch that. I'm going to think about it. But then I got in Clubhouse. I'm like, I'm going to do a live one here. So I'm doing it every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I already did our favorite, which is Jesus, too. Remember the Siberian Jesus. And then mm. I'm going to be doing the Rajanesh, <laughs> and I'm going to do some things that are a little too hard for us, you know, where yeah. we can't, like you and I have talked about, it's going to, it would be. Really press us to figure out how to convey to our audience Jim Jones. There's That's the one I was thinking. Just not an open door there for. No, anything. there's nothing.
0: No, yeah. I mean, obviously he was a big giant phony. Yeah. But yeah, it's only funny when you think of him not
1: hurting people. Correct. So they are in lies of trouble. So. And I don't mean you know. Emotionally, Yeah.
0: Because we cover that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this other podcast that I'm listening to, this woman said something that I thought was so profound. And she said, our brains are wired as humans because of our long history as you know hunters gatherers survivors what have you to scan our horizons for challenges and threats to our survival mm-hmm. and now that we don't have things like that challenging our survival like bears eating us and i don't know people attacking with weapons you know outside the cave that we're we we flip it and and we s- Scan the horizon now for things that would fit that pattern. Mm. And I was like, that explains my whole fucking life. When I was in college and I made a list, <laughs> put on the top of the list, problem list. <laughs> and I made it with cute dot letters, but I was like, here are the problems that I have. And I hadn't started it before I got interrupted and our friend Marie came over and she jotted down on there, no problems with a big smiley face. And I'm like, God damn it, Marie, I have problems. <laughs> I <Then Just> you- <laughs> hadn't got a chance to list them yet.
1: Then you wrote oh. down, Marie. And, Marie <laughs> and bubble letters <laughs> yeah I, I I was hearing that somewhere else too I think there's a book called um, Attached and my daughter Ooh, was talking about yeah. it then I heard um, My Favorite Murder talking about it but it mm-hmm. was the same sort of like staying in that fight or flight mechanism yeah. situation which yes. yeah, happens a lot and it happens a lot to Women and hormones are not our friend as we get a little older, unfortunately, or younger.
0: No, yeah, I personally have uh, somebody in my life who, when I tell them what's going on and things like that, they make me uh, feel like I am uh, damaged and flawed. Yeah, and and haven't figured out a way to get over it yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, This is human.
1: Yeah. This is just what this whole experience is about. And that's what our listeners are like. I mean, the fight or flight that goes on after deconverting because of being scared of hell and demons and the rapture is insanity. There are more people, luckily, that are now being like therapists saying that they deal with religious trauma. But be yeah. careful that they're not like, we deal with religious trauma to tell you the real Christian way. because <laughs> Or to find out
0: what's going on and tell your parents <laughs> so that they can kick you out of the house. Exactly. A
1: true story, which you know that. Yes, I do. That was a counselor. Yeah. Fake counselor. Yeah. Air okay, close. so what right, do you so- have for us today, Bonner? Well... There was a story in
0: November that I got one sentence from on a Twitter account that I follow. By the way, somebody, oh, Dionne Warwick last night said that she twot this so people wouldn't worry about her. (laughs) 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 Twot. (laughs) I love that. So somebody tweeted a couple months back that there was a guy who was being chased This came out in November. This man from California was on the run from authorities, and his way of escaping them was not particularly well thought out. Um, It was premeditated for sure, given how he did it. But so I will read you the scoop. Um, Two shysters, and this is from a site called Ministry Watch. Two shysters peddling a Ponzi scheme have reportedly struck Bethel Church uh, in Redding, California. Again. Again.
1: <laughs> Keep, I guess. Oh, yeah, that,
0: that's coming head, up. Just give me a minute.
1: <laughs> their hedge of protection. That's right. Uh, this
0: time, defrauding investors of $35 million. Holy sh- Million. Uh, from 2015 to 2020. Accused in a recently unsealed indictment, yada, yada, 44-year-old Matthew Piercy and his alleged accomplice, 67-year-old Kenneth Winton. Um, Those are the accused. So Piercy is a congregant of Bethel Church, Mm -hmm. and Winton describes himself as a, quote, God lover (laughs) (laughs) on his Facebook page, where he often posts scripture and inspirational thoughts. So, Matthew Piercy is the guy who they were talking about in the tweet. And he was on the run, and he was being chased by police officers. Um, He took off in his truck. He led them on a car chase to Lake Shasta or Shasta Lake, the largest man-made reservoir in California. So he's on this car chase with them, tracked by air and FBI agents and members of the California Highway Patrol. Chips, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so Piercy was seen removing something from his truck. And entering the frigid water, keep in mind it's November. Yeah, well, in California, so it's seventy northern California. Okay. Um, uh, frigid water with it in his street clothes. Okay. So he gets out of the truck in his street clothes with this big device. Um. So a machine gun. (laughs) So then, what does he do? He jumps in the lake. All right. He jumps in the lake and he's submerged for 25 minutes. What? So he's, yep, it's freezing cold. He's in the frigid water because he had a um, Yamaha 350 LI, an underwater sea scooter was taken what? as evidence. So just so you know what a sea scooter is- I thought at first that it was something that you hop in and, like, close the lid like a little tiny man-made, I mean, personal-sized submarine. Right. But it's not. So here, I'm going to send you the picture so you I'm, know what it is.
1: I f- Pretend you don't I'm know. I'm imagining something, but I don't know okay. how you can stay underwater with what I'm picturing. Right.
0: So he must have had some kind of a snorkeling okay. device or or a breathing up or a scuba gear or something like that as well, but he was using this to flee because. So this is a thing. It's about the size of um, an ottoman or a medium-sized dog <laughs> with a <laughs> propeller. So you hold yeah. on to this thing, and and it kind of does the swimming for you. It's like a little tiny tiny boat motor.
1: It's an orange you can and go black underwater. plastic motorized dolphin.
0: Yeah, like so here's a picture of people it. using it. So they hold on to it in front, and then it sucks the water in and propels them underneath. But you can see in this picture, people are wearing scuba gear so they can breathe when they're under the water.
1: Yeah, but so this he must thing just let them on.
0: move. Yeah, okay. and, it, and it moves you underneath the water about four miles an hour. So he grabbed that <laughs> out of his truck... I don't know if he had a snorkel or scuba gear on, but clearly premeditated. (laughs) I'm like, if you're going to premeditate something, maybe make a better plan. Oh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go underwater. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to think if 25 minutes, if I'm underwater, they must think I'm dead and they're just going to leave. Right. But they didn't leave. They
1: waited. Did they think? I guess they could see him. They didn't think he was dead. I mean... Initially. That's the thing.
0: Maybe they thought, maybe he thought, okay, if I stay underwater for 30 minutes, they're going to go, I'm dead. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then they're going to go, well, we should just go home. Right. Which (laughs) didn't happen because I guess he decided he wanted to live and he he got up because it was freezing. He came above water. So here it is. (laughs) Here's here's where that the official story from John Ismay of the New York Times picks up. Um, after about, <laughs> okay, keep in mind he went into the lake in his street clothes. Gotcha. That's a lot of water. Reeboks, if slouchy wearing- socks, <laughs> <That's> Dockers, <right. laughs> wool pants, perhaps. Um, Okay, so after about 25 minutes in the lake, part of which he spent submerged, a very cold and wet Mr. Piercy emerged and was arrested, the Justice Department said. The agents allowed him to change into dry clothes that they had obtained from his wife.
1: This poor woman. Wait, they had the time to go while he was underwater to get to his wife? And get a change of clothes?
0: This is, the the logistics of this are fascinating to me. Did he call his wife and say, the FBI is chasing me in my truck. Meet me at the bank of Lake Shasta with some dry clothes. Or did they call the wife and say, we're following your husband. Do you know where he is? And maybe they've called and said, "Uh, he just jumped in the lake. <laughs> what made right. her show up there? Um,
1: who maybe told her to bring the clothes, and maybe, like you said, if he had this as like a one day plan, he also was like, okay, and you also need to just keep clothes in your trunk. But why, Percy? <laughs> What's <his> what? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a southern accent on this show. Uh, so I would love to that's that's what they never
0: get to give you in any kind of dateline reenactment right is the little details like that that are just moronic and and so interesting um okay, Kate so Morrison this would have been like Morrison.
1: <laughs> why did you have those clothes? I think that's important to the story personally, I do too. That you know would tie it all up in a bow and. Set him free. And it says that they obtained from his wife. So maybe somebody
0: went to her house and they're like, hey, your husband's underneath the water. Can we have some clothes? Because once he pops up, we're getting him and he's going to have to go to jail. And you may as well give us clothes because we don't (laughs) want his naked wiener touching our blanket
1: in the back of the police car. What then do you pick out? What's the no, at, go-to right. outfit?
0: <laughs> She's, like, looking through all the clothes.
1: <clears throat> I hope she got well, him a suit. She does like
0: this T-shirt. Uh, um, okay, so let's see. Bef- okay, so they, they obtained his clothes before escorting him to the nearest FBI field office in Sacramento. Okay, his red underwater sea skirter was taken as evidence. The commercially available battery powered scooter has an enclosed propeller that can pull a diver underwater at just under four miles per hour, much faster than humans can move with fins. All <laughs> oh, right. So, um,. Let's see. Then the LA Times article by Haley Smith says that he spent some time at a site underwater where law enforcement could only see bubbles. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Then they talk about the frigid waters again. He emerged and was arrested. Uh, Medical personnel confirmed his condition was fine. And agents provided him with dry clothes from his wife, which I love that that makes both stories. Right. The dry clothes part. Because, you know, people are like, <laughs> like
1: who what? gave him the dry clothes? Was he naked in a I blanket? told you about, uh, um, uh, the, I, did I tell you about the time um, we used to hang out with our neighbors and get plastered on weekends? We don't do that anymore because we're adults. No. Um, but uh, one don't do that night, anymore
0: because of COVID. <laughs>
1: And that. Yeah. One night where my husband, they opened um, Jaegermeister and it wasn't good. And my husband passed out at their house. And then the next day he came walking home in like a tweed suit. That was really short on his ankles and wrists. And they said, he's like, they said that's all they had. It was like her dead grandfather's suit. (laughs) Well, the guy who lived there was really small and Colin was bigger. So that's what I'm imagining when they go to the wife's house. They're like, could you get... Us some clothes. Your husband's on the run. Damn it. Oh, yeah. She gets (laughs) mad.
0: Maybe he needs his tweed suit.
1: (laughs) Well, she picks out a spite outfit. (laughs) Something, you know, brown and brown that clashes. (laughs) Oh, maybe they made him wear a striper (laughs) T-shirt. Right, and you know
0: what? Here are the jeans you wore in college.
1: Get With some acid wash stripes.
0: <laughs> Your spite clothes. <laughs> Your spite outfit. Well, okay. I don't have um, one of his
1: outfits, but I have one of mine. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: Um. Okay. Sear suckers. Here, here's. And here's an (laughs) acid-washed jean jacket. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is so sad, ultimately. According to court documents, the pair, this Winston guy or Winton or whatever, and Mr. Street Clothes in the Lake, Mm -hmm. solicited $35 million from investors in an upvesting fund um, that he later told an associate did not exist. Oh. In total, they paid back eight point eight million and used investors' funds to pay off credit cards. That's sure, good. purchase and renovate two properties and buy a houseboat. Yeah. Sure, among other items. Um, but <laughs> there was something that said he got dental work with it, <laughs> or maybe maybe I've maybe I've maybe I've given too much away. Never mind. Um, Oh, okay. Police in 2020, July, uh, allegedly contacted him when he was hospitalized after smashing his hands through the windshield of a vehicle, according to documents. Piercy allegedly told police he was trying to get back $100,000 stolen from him. When police asked Piercy why he had $100,000 in cash, he allegedly told him the money was entrusted to him and he planned to use it to buy real estate. Okay, that's I, how now we I'm, transact real estate, is in piles yeah, yeah. of cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: But this is what I'm interested in. His hands were smashed, so, or no, he, well, it that says was in he smashed July. them through a window, though. I'm like, do, yeah. you, do you use both your fists and plunge A it? car window, and that's hard glass. Or were they rolling up the window <laughs> and he was holding on? That's what I'm thinking it was. Yeah, because to
0: just smash a window sounds. I don't know. You, yeah, yeah. I mean, you must have smashed it with something else and then pushed. I don't know. So these, All these were these Bethel. Details.
1: These are Bethel people who well, were being ripped off. In
0: something that I read, Bethel was like, "He's really not a congregant," but then something else said he was a congregant, or maybe, and the other guy was just <laughs> a God lover, right? <laughs> well, I'm a God lover. <laughs> um, so. So Bethel, um, as we've discussed before, is part of the whole prosperity gospel uh, collection of churches. So this explains why they are more susceptible to people coming in with uh, get rich ideas. Yeah. So, okay. So in the the whole idea of fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. We go back to 2009, and then there was an article by Jim Schultz of the Reading Record Searchlight, and this one is pretty – this one is sad compared. I mean, it's still a lot of money that this guy got, but – Oh, wait, let me send you a picture of Piercy just in case. What are you picturing him looking like, Mr. Going Underwater for 30 minutes in his street clothes? A
1: little, a little... I might have seen a picture of him. Okay, and so here he is. I think I picture him looking like that picture I saw. There he is. Yep, yep. He's very, um, just your average looking white man. Yeah, yeah. So in 2009...
0: A Redding man convicted in December of bilking Bethel church members out of thousands of dollars in a fraudulent Ponzi-style investment scheme was sentenced today to 18 years in prison. David wow. Arnold Souza, 58, who was represented by the Shasta County Public Defender's Office, really? Okay. Uh, was also ordered to pay more than $520,000 in restitution to about 15 victims. Okay, when you hear things like that, don't you go, where the hell is this guy going to get $520,000? Yeah. And I bet he just comes up with another scheme at another church to pay off (laughs) his victims. Watch out, Hillsong. You got a new member. (laughs) Well, I think that something that I read said that he might be out in about nine years So that would be, he's probably out. And I would love for somebody to go, you know what? I wonder where David Souza is. So that's
1: that first guy from 20. This is the guy who did it in 2009. So
0: the people of Bethel are, are, you know, anyway, I'll read more. So let's see. Uh, He was convicted of 21 felony counts of theft by false pretenses and four related enhancements. I don't know what that means. But I felt like reading it because yeah. enhancements is something we should all learn about. Um, let's see. So the deputy DA uh, traveled to Reading in mid-2007 to attend Bethel. Oh, wait. No. Hold on. Back up. hmm uh, okay, so he got to Bethel Church around mid-2007. It was there that Souza, a handyman, truck driver, and auto body shop owner, met a number of church members and claimed to have experience investing in the stock market and earning substantial returns. But uh, the DA said he had no such experience. Um Superior Court Judge Monica Marlowe said some of the victims who were conned were elderly and extremely vulnerable and that Sousa took advantage of them, of course. Well, you Um, know,
1: that's the that's the other perfect thing, because Mm -hmm. Bethel is very um, God talks to us today. Let's listen to him and all that. So rather than researching, they are just like, let me pray about it and see if I get a sign
0: and have the kids from their Church of Supernatural Things mm-hmm. uh, maybe do some tricks for them. Yeah. <sighs> um, let's see. Okay, so she said he had shown no remorse for his behavior. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, Sousa uh, um, had obtained an estimated 650000 from Bethel Church members, spent the money on items such as an $1,800 a month rental Cadillac, let me just mention what? how bad of a lease that guy got. Yeah, if he, Kinda. If he rented a Cadillac for eighteen hundred a month, eighteen hundred, more than fifteen thousand dollars for dental work, oh. meals, nice. travel, and a gym membership. He never invested any of the money in the stock market, imagine that, or any real estate development, she said, adding that he paid various investors' returns on their investments by using other investors' money.
1: So is that the man's midlife crisis? Car, (laughs) body, and teeth. Like, those are his choices of... Self-improvement when you're that age, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's David Souza version two. I'm going to get my teeth in order, mm-hmm. work on my body, drive a fancy car, and then I'm going to go places with all those things. <laughs> um, so he, the Sousa guy, had created marketing materials saying he was guided by God in making investment decisions And here was his slogan, where business is moral and the miraculous is routine. God. It's like, okay. That's a thinker. Let's think of exactly what we're not and make it our motto, (laughs) where business is moral. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Okay. So he said some of the victims were first year students. So sad. And their relatives. Yeah. Yeah. that's fraud awful. was eventually suspected after one student, which I love, reported him to Bethel Church administrators in the USSEC, which charged him in 2009 in federal civil court with fraud. Um, let's see.
1: I, you know, I think that business motto is like a quick IRS audit.
0: <laughs> because
1: right. you see, what is it that's miraculous? The like... It says that
0: I got this free money and yeah. a very expensive Cadillac,
1: <laughs> but yeah, in his motto or whatever, it was like something is routine and something is miraculous. I'd be like, oh, no.
0: So, so this Ministry Watch article said uh, churches tend to be susceptible to what experts call an affinity fraud, a scam that spreads in a tight knit community. Once the fraud breaks into a group trust you know, is established and the guard is dropped. Um, according to the private investigator who leads a white collar crime unit in Northern California, churches are ripe for it. In this case, Bethel's theological beliefs may have also contributed. The church promotes the prosperity gospel and teaches faith healing at its school of supernatural ministry. Um, So somebody said it's fair to say if people are already thinking outside the box, they're going to be more receptive to things that are not in the mainstream. Mm -hmm. So these kind of investment opportunities, Um, but it does say the church seems to be aware of its potential vulnerability. On its website is a highly unusual, quote, investing policy (laughs) and disclaimer, which reads in part, although we pray for miracles in economies and investments, Bethel Church board members, leaders, and management are neither financial advisors nor investment consultants and in no way represent ourselves as such. Wow. That's- Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like, mm, you know,
1: whoever you meet in Sunday school, you know, we're not saying you should marry them. But that's like in, an insane thing to have on your website. To have to have, yeah. I know, I know. Ugh. I can't imagine approaching a lawyer saying, okay, we need to put this, now what do you do? We're a church, now what? <laughs> so that's that's pretty much...
0: The story that I found shocking was the was the that it was the second time, but yeah. I think that, even
1: with the website information,
0: uh, they still it, dared. Yeah, yep. And um, but it reminds me. Okay, was I telling you this before when I was in when I first got out to Los Angeles, and I worked at Corey Feldman's father's quote unquote management company, and As managers and agents, you're not supposed to ever charge for your services. But that's what he did because he wasn't really a manager. And so he would charge people like, you know, $100 to represent them. And they thought that they were going out on auditions and getting sent up for things. Uh, Gotcha, gotcha. So he scammed a whole bunch of people. And then he was in trouble for that. Somebody busted him. So he laid low for a couple of years. Then he tells me one day what he wants me to do is start going through the old files of people who had been involved with that and call them and tell them that we have an opportunity for them to be in a movie. And if they want to take it as a class, it's going to be, you know, a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, you're going back to the well So that's what they do. They go back to the well of the same creep. creep, I mean, the same people that fell for the creeps. Right. Shtick in the first place. And I was like, you know what? I've got more important things to do in my time than this. Bye. Bye. And your son was not the best Corey. (laughs) And I wonder if it really was Corey Feldman's dad. They had a whole bunch of fan mail for him, but (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) In hindsight, I'm like, why would they be telling me the truth? Wow, that's crazy. And he wore a double-breasted suit mm. and smoked clove cigarettes. Awesome. No, and he wore a tweed suit from a neighbor. <laughs> it too it's
1: too short for them. too small.
0: Uh, yeah, so they go back to the well. That's So, I mean, yeah. I think in a few years, they're going to just hit Bethel again.
1: Well, yeah, and churches are like the perfect place for... People like that who really, you know, God is leading me or, yes, I'm hearing from God to invest money. Or it's also ripe for predators, you know, for pedophiles. I mean, they really are these incredibly vulnerable things. I mean, how many times were we taught to... Always be friendly and accept those people that came to youth group that were weird or mad or, you (laughs) know, like all the time. It'd be like, okay, guys, I know it's weird, but she's new here. I want to take you guys to take her under your wing. I mean, that convo happened to me a million times. And so there we were taking Casey Anthony out to the mall, and it was terrible. (laughs) But I remember the one where... um.
0: And, and if you went to the same high school and the same youth group, so somehow you'd get in a car with one another Yeah, and you would, un, under normal circumstances, you would never be riding in the car with this person. Right.
1: So the bottom line is Bethel church members have very little um, discernment. Is that what you're saying? I think that when you get preached a certain gospel,
0: especially of prosperity, and somebody comes in offering you what you've been told is reality that it's so easy to just not have your guard up. Yeah. Yeah, the discernment goes away. You trust. You think, "Oh, well, it's another parishioner." What is that? Congregant? What word do I want? Another churchgoer, another God lover. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you think somebody's a fellow God loving, fearing person, then why would they lie to
1: you? Right. And they're dressed all slick and they're like, look at me. You can be like this. Let me come out. Look at my underwater scooter. What kind of person (laughs) would rob you with this kind of stuff? That's crazy. So the second guy, is he in jail?
0: Uh, One of them is getting sentenced February, which I guess is tomorrow, Um, like something like mid-February. Okay. He's getting sentenced. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, look at it. Yeah. That's going to look at it. Going to wear my dry street clothes (laughs) (laughs) for my wife. I'm like, what is that poor woman doing now? Is she supporting
1: him? I, I hope, like, I just, there's so many good revenge things. Of course, hopefully there are no kids involved, but. I know, but this
0: is the kind of stuff I want to
1: see Dateline cover. Like, nobody's
0: murdered. Exactly. Tell me, tell me what this woman did after she found out that her husband was a criminal. (laughs) Did she know it before? (sighs) Was she a God-fearing, supportive woman wearing Mm -hmm. her, you know, coffee color pantyhose? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With sandals. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, money in the church has never mixed from even when they wrote about it back in the old days all the way till now. And it never will. But people are going to still try and push it and push it. And it's going to be a disaster every single time. Well, thank you for presenting that to us, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> Well you're welcome. I remember when
0: I found out that this is not the first time they'd fallen for it. God. And like,
1: oh, she's gotta know about this. And I, I gotta you tell know, Karen. It's gotta be going on in every single church, everywhere. No. But uh, definitely think? it was going on in our church because the pastor that came after our big pastor like who was in our formative years, the one that came after that was Mm -hmm. um, taken down in the press, and I think he had to leave because he had talked an old Palm Beach woman into her entire savings, giving it to the church in the millions, and Mm -hmm. her family got involved and were like, uh, uh-uh-uh. Because that's the thing. I mean, that big of a church, when the pastor keeps going to visit you Mm
0: -hmm. weekly.
1: Yeah. That that's a red flag right there because he'd never had time to go see anyone.
0: It's one of four things. (laughs) Money or sex, drugs, and rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Mrs. Smith. I'm here to play some rock music with you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll see you next I'm week. here to have the sex. I'm here to do the drugs.